0: Lot talk radio. Give me some. Yeah. Uh-huh.
1: Radio brings you The Haunted Sea with host
2: Scott Martis. Indeed it does. And this is Julie Wrench from Monster X Radio. Welcoming you all back to another exciting episode of The Haunted Sea with Scott Martis. And of course I have Scott Martis here in the studio with me. Scott, how you doing?
1: I'm good, Julie. Thank you. Our Uh-oh. guest today is Charles Pogan, who is probably the leading proponent of the idea that these sea and lake monsters, the long neck types that people liken to plesiosaurs, are in fact turtles. Hello, Charles. Hey Scott, how you doing? Good. So you wanna pull us in on on your background somewhat? I mean, I'm sure a lot of listeners are familiar with your work and your website, but give us some background information. I was uh, born and raised in upstate New York, about
2: an hour away from Lake Champlain, Lake George area, Um, lived uh, in Southern California, Um, lived and worked out there for a while, and then uh, returned to upstate New York. Uh, I'd raise a family, and uh, about 20 years ago, uh, I headed down here to uh, Southwest Florida, down in the Naples area, catch some rays. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, mm-hmm.
2: Well, I've been, uh, um, I'm into uh, cryptozoology, I've been into cryptozoology for, you know, ever since I was a little kid, um, read, uh, you know, the Mackle uh, uh Loch Ness book uh, back when it came out, and uh, read all of the uh, uh, Champlain books of Zarzynski and and, uh, Bartholomew and everybody's books, and uh, Mm -hmm. been a big uh, fan of of, uh, Lake Monsters in in particular.
0: Mm
2: -hmm. Um, And uh, just uh, kind of a fanboy that just uh, got involved uh, about seven years ago in the uh, research end of things uh, just because i wanted to find out
1: what the, the heck these things were i just was a uh, kind and of what, uh, was the, what was the origin of the turtle idea for you uh...
2: was a couple of things there's a- actually a
1: video on
2: uh... on youtube that a um, a microbiologist on a vacation took of an object he thinks he says it's floating on the surface and I examined the, uh, the video. It's not a floating object. It's actually a triangular-shaped. Uh, it's that it's the head of a turtle, and it's uh, yeah. something that you you look at and you say, well, that's that's a turtle. And the first time I looked at it, I just said, well, you know, it's a turtle. That's not Champ. But then I read what the the uh, the guy wrote, and it's he said it's a it's a foot out of the water. And if you look at it in the, in that perspective, the this object must be, you know, at least a foot across, and mm. it's a black object. Almost looks like a seal head. Now there's it's out of the water, and it's looking around for about two minutes. And uh, the first, time, like I said, the first time I looked at it, I didn't think much of it. This is why it's a turtle. But then, uh, after I saw the, the Baudette video, I was pretty sure I saw a, a shell on the uh, animal. I said, well, that means it's a turtle. I went back and looked at wow. that other video in, in a different light,
1: and that's that's on YouTube. It's called uh, Something Floating on Lake Champlain. Yep, I've seen it, and I think there's a still of it on your website, isn't there? Right, right. Yeah, yeah, if you
2: if you take a still of it and then you, you contrast and stuff, you can see that there's eyes on it, and it's a triangular-shaped head. And uh, it's not of any turtle profile that you're likely to see on Champagne. I mean, when you see a snapping turtle, you know that it's a snapping turtle. But this one just seems to be uh, sitting on the bottom with its head stuck about a foot out of the water. And um, you don't get uh, an idea of the size of it until the very end when the guy pans off um, the picture. And you see that it's way, way out. And uh, so so you get the idea that it's a sizable object. You know, like about a foot out of He says it's a foot out of the water, um, which is, you know, way bigger than any turtle head that's supposed to be in Lake Champlain. The now, turtle you're going you to a snapping turtle. Do you know what part of Lake Champlain, up,
1: Champlain it was uh, filmed at? What, what's that? Do you know what part of Lake Champlain No, the, I asked him on, ask him
2: on the, uh, on, you know, he, he doesn't answer anything. And I uh, actually offered to buy the the video from him, and I got no response. And uh, he's never he's never posted anything else uh, about anything.
0: Well, you know, maybe you just
2: of, got gun shy. Yeah, yeah, he is. You know, so it's it's just that he doesn't think that it's champ um, because you know when we're, we're not expecting champ to to be like that, to look like that. You know, everybody has right. a, maybe has a preconceived notion of what it's supposed to be for what yeah. it's supposed to look like. Uh, so, so based on that, and then uh, later um, uh, I saw the Baudette video, and, uh, and uh, it, it, there's a, uh, a scene in that where the animal comes into full view, and you can see that it has a, a shell on it. And uh, the yeah. shell is uh, rough. It's got, like, some ridges on it, and uh, it actually looks like a snapping turtle shell, but it's, I don't know, six-foot-long shell.
1: And uh Well you're one of the few people that's seen the entire Baudette video. Yeah, which I don't not on understand the why that's web. the
2: case. This thing should be on uh should be yeah. on the uh, uh you know, the uh, Discovery why channel you, and uh, all those other shows.
1: Why don't you just tell us the whole story about how you met the lawyer that owns the video and all this? Um yeah, I called uh, uh Pete
2: Baudet at his home one night and uh because I had seen the uh, ABC News um, uh, video that they, they put out, and it's on YouTube. And, um, you know, you can see something in that. You see something moving around, some, something waving, uh, some living creature. And uh, um, I was, I was uh, you know, curious as to, obvious to, as to what, it, what it could be. Um, Mm-hmm. But um, I called Pete at his house, and we talked for a while, and uh, he said, uh, he told me the story of how he and his uh, father-in-law were, were fishing, and they um, uh, they were at the uh, mouth of the uh, Ossipel, uh, uh River there, yep. uh, where you were with uh, Will when you got your, your sonar head. Sonar blob, yep. Yeah, and... Um,
0: oh. And uh, they were
2: fishing for um, lake trout. There are a couple of trophy uh, lake trout fishermen. Uh, I've seen pictures of them with their trophies. So it, you know, to catch the lake trout, you really have to know what you, what you're doing. It's a it's a hard fish uh, to catch. So uh, they're you know skilled fishermen, him and his father-in-law, and they were parked there and they were fishing and. Um, they uh, noticed something off in the distance, you know, maybe you know, 100 feet off in the distance. And uh, it hung out for a while, this big, dark shape in the water. And so after uh, a bit, uh, Pete decided that they would go over and, and investigate it. So he has a, a trolling motor, which is a small electric motor that fishermen use to, you know, go through the lily pads or sneak up on fish without, you know, starting your big engine.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. you only know,
2: go
1: about an a per route, hour, but um, it's, it's a being be mm-hmm. run by
2: gas. Right, right. Yeah, you know, electric. Sometimes just a car battery. Yeah. Uh, he yeah. Uh, he uh, figured he'd try to sneak up on this thing, and he had a he has a, a camera that was an old like uh, from the late '90s, back when they didn't really have good video cameras. They'd have uh, still cameras, and they could take. Um, what were called quick-time movies? It was like a one-minute uh, video clip at a time. So he uh, had this old camera, and he started taking uh, uh, pictures of of uh, a video of what he was uh, of what he was doing. And so they decided they would try to sneak up on this object, whatever whatever it is. And Pete's just going, "What the hell is that thing? Well, what is it?" You know, he's he's pretty perplexed because, like I said, they're skilled fishermen, and they've seen, you know, everything that there is to see, they thought, in Lake Champlain. So uh, they snuck up on this object, and uh, when it, the object comes into view, it's not moving, it's not, uh, it's kind of sitting there, and it comes into view, and this huge animal, um, that looks like a plesiosaur. Yep, yep. And it's um, just sitting there in the water, and it's got its fins out, and uh, and then as they get closer to it, it's it's like trying to back up with it using its fins to back up, and so there's a lot of commotion, and uh, and you can see that the animal's agitated. But um, they get a pretty good shot of it, and then later, when uh, ABC News played the thing on on TV, they didn't choose any of the good
1: footage at all. Well, I heard the, a lawyer that represents people that there is a seg- section of the video that's not on the ABC clip, where you clearly see a head come up out
2: of the Oh, absolutely! Yeah, 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 right, Be- yeah, right. Actually, before they get to where they're going. They're starting to putt on over with the, the trolling motor. And when I was watching it with the the lawyer who represents the, the video, that triangular head comes out of the water. And I said, whoa, look at that. There's the head.
1: And he said, now that's some fish. But Will saw like, the video, oh. too, and he it's, likened it to a seal's head. Yeah, yeah. It's so a black, glossy skin. And the sun actually reflects off
2: of it for a second. You see, like, a glint. Of the sunlight off of it. They mm-hmm. put the tent back down underwater. Uh, the lawyer says, oh, that's just the fish. That's, well, I don't think so. I think that was that – was, the, the, the representative doesn't know what he has on the video. So, you know, people are saying that they faked the video. and it's, Well, if they did, he doesn't know what it is that they supposedly faked if they faked it.
1: Well, nobody's going to be able to tell him if he doesn't let them look at it. Yeah, right, right.
2: Oh, he's um, kind of well, screwing mean, himself, so, so, you yeah?
1: know? Yeah, that's the, the, the peculiar part. So um
2: so while they're looking at this this creature off the side of the boat, and it's right, it's sitting right there. You see the whole thing, the whole body, uh you see the the head and then you see the long arms, uh it's got like thin arms, combination thin arms. Yeah, oh. which were um, suggested at, uh, when they found the uh, 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 when they found the fossil of the stupendous, uh, they found a huge humerus. It was a giant prehistoric the, turtle. Right, right. And the guy that no. uh, later that dug it up suggested that when the turtle was alive, it would have huge fins. And then later, when they uh, did the, the uh, mock-ups at the American Museum of Natural History, they put little stubby you know, turtle arms on it. They didn't really listen to uh, or read that, uh, what wood had um, had uh, suggested th- that the animal would look like based mm-hmm. on the, the bones oh, that, that they found. The nice. bone was, was huge, yeah. uh, which indicates that there was a big arm or paddle uh, attached to it. So this thing has huge fins on it. So there's and been a lot uh, of
1: debate about what you see on the ABC footage as to whether that's a long neck with a head on it or a flipper. Well, yeah, see, I so think it's a think? flipper because there's a, there's a big head back by the body that you don't
2: see on, on that clip. In, in
1: that clip, you see what looks like a reflection of some kind of box-like object.
2: Right. Now you're saying say. that that's
1: probably the head?
2: Well, there's a head in the middle of it, there's, and then there's the big shell right behind it. You see a big yeah. blue, yellow, like you say, almost like a rectangle, start to come yeah. into view. If, if the guy who was the producer had waited three more seconds on that ABC video, that thing would have been completely exposed. Everybody would have seen it, but he, for some reason, um, and the lawyer told him, you know, when, they, when he brought it to ABC... Uh, he told him, "You can use any and all of the footage that you want." Hmm.
1: So they had card blanche to, you know. So they got screwed by this, some dumbass producer that didn't know what he had. Yeah,
2: and so and so afterwards, he, the lawyer says to the producer, "He says you blew it. Why didn't you you show uh, the good parts?" And the producer, "Well, you know, yeah, I guess we blew it. You know, I'm sorry, blah blah blah." But then uh, subsequently. Very few people have been able to see it since then, and they've, they've been sitting on the video. Elsewhere in the video, there's a second animal. So there's not just the one, but there's one another one that's two. swimming out in the distance and actually does a swim by the boat. And so Pete's got the camera over the side, and he's looking at the one that's just kind of hovering there, and all of a sudden you see another one Go underneath it and head for the other side of the boat. Well, Pete takes his camera and swings the camera over to the other side of the boat, puts it over to the side, and you see what looks like a crocodile tail.
1: Mm-hmm. Go under the boat and go down into the deck. And that's not in the that's not in the ABC clip. No, and it's oh it's just, man, what a shame!
2: It's, it's a stunning piece of of footage, and. Um, and then uh, after that, his, his battery runs out. So he's got about four of these uh, quick-time movies, they call them, and they're just
1: less than and, a minute and, long. Because, and because of the fact that they're just short clips, people have accused him of staging something in between. Right, doorbells. right, and, and it's, so it's it, just, it's it's just you know, like that. It's, um, I it's, understand, yeah, yeah. But it's a it's shame, you know, maybe animal. one day. Someday, boy, it looks like a real animal to me, but that's just my subjective impression. Right, but right. If I'd seen the whole thing, I'd probably be much more convinced of that, you know. Well, you know, plus if they were going to fake it, they've done absolutely nothing to justify
2: them faking it. If the objective was to make money,
1: after I saw yeah, this video, yeah, nobody's making so, any money out of it. Not the lawyer, nobody. I don't know what. You I mean, I how much Robert money did him. you offer him for the well, video? My mom had
2: passed away the year before. And she left me an inheritance, and I offered the guy twenty thousand dollars for the video, and he laughed at me. He goes, yeah. uh, He goes, uh, oh, well." And I said, "What are you?" I said, well, "You're laughing." He says, um, "Well, we have more than that, just in protection of the video." I said, "What are you talking about?" He says, "Well, you know, uh, people try to steal the video." And, People try to do this, and I didn't understand that. I I don't see how you steal the video if it's
1: on your uh, his thumb drive. Uh, And uh, well, the money makers scheme—they're—they're not going about it very, very
2: uh, right smartly. It just doesn't make sense, you know. when when I was talking to Pete, uh, who I think was up in Vermont, he um, told me, "Oh yeah, well, you know, the representative of." Uh, of this video, vacations down near where you live, and uh, you know I'll make arrangements for you to go meet up with him and see the video in its entirety. And uh, so I took him up on the offer, and a couple months later, um, I went out to where this this uh, lawyer um, uh, vacations, and I came down the lobby with a laptop and a. Uh, some drive, and uh, it showed me the, the, the video several times. I mean, we, we were looking at it for about an hour. We were okay. able to stop it, and, you know, I was able to point out things to him, and he has no idea what, what he's seeing. He doesn't know, although he told me the story. He took, before the ABC video, he took the video down to... The American Museum of Natural History for the curators to um, mm-hmm. examine and to give him some advice. So he took it down to uh, uh, one of the main curators, if uh, I don't remember her name, uh, Marianne Stenassi, I believe. Uh, well, there's a like quote. And, uh, there's She's a quote got a great potentials, she's a genius and yeah. knows her fish inside and out, but uh, she didn't see anything in the video. And she said, "Well, you know, I, you know, it might be, you know, mating water snakes, or I forget what else
1: she said." But uh,
2: she was actually well, there's a
1: quote uh, from her in one of the New York Times articles. Let me find it. And Go she ahead was like and confused by, by the whole thing. She thought it was, you know, uh,
2: that these this gentleman was so wound up about him thinking that there's something important on the video and. I don't understand why why she didn't see uh, or what I saw, but um, yeah. so he was. Uh, so at one point he stops the video right as the thing goes by the camera, and you can see. And he even calls it the carapace, which is the the term for the the, the uh, turtle's uh, shell. He says, um, he says, well look at this thing. He says, well, look at the ridges on it. What in the world this is this? And they. Would not give him an answer. They were just kind of, well, you know, this is probably something normal. So uh, he got really frustrated and uh, left, and you know, without, without them, look, you know, seeing anything or anything being resolved, them really being interested in it, and uh, brought to ABC, and then the whole thing with the ABC, um, with the video. Um, uh, the ABC Speed uh,
1: FBI analysts. Look oh, good. yeah, so
2: the two FBI analysts. So the, the, if you look at the picture that I have in uh, one of my blogs at the very end, some people see, can see it, some people can't, but it's, the, it's a, the, uh, the big head of a turtle, and it's kind of back in the picture. So you've got these wavy things in your face um, that I, I guess are the best, and you've got a big head. Of uh, a turtle, you know, looks like a uh, like a like a snake-neck turtle, back uh, uh, against the body. So um, that's not shown, and you know that doesn't. Oh, it is shown in the ABC video, but it's shown uh, in the scene where they show the two FBI agents and they're looking at the screen. And they're moving
1: it back and forth. Right, yeah. right, and that's but yeah. that's that's the place. So okay, I found it, the quote. Different. I found the quote from the American Museum of Natural History, if you want me to read it real quick. This is from the New York Times. It says, Mr. Shagan took the video to Melanie L.J. Stanazzi, curator of fishes at the American Museum of Natural History, and some of her colleagues there. They were seriously underwhelmed. The evidence I was presented with was singularly unconvincing. She said, we didn't see anything that led us to feel anything other than bemused, as to with these guys to think, there was anything so special. It certainly wasn't a large vertebrate. We're sure of that, but I don't necessarily agree with that.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's, I don't
1: understand that. I mean, uh, um, you know, yeah, um, it's um,
2: y- you know, I don't know if the, you know, if there's a, a suspension of belief that you know doesn't allow um, you know academics yeah. to uh,
1: you know believe that they've seen something unusual. Just, not I mean, willing to put on the line, their reputation on the line for something, you know that's sketchy. I don't know. Yeah. Right. Now you know, another video. Really yeah, another video so, from like Champlain that looks like a turtle is Eric Olson's video from 2009. Right, if you want to yeah. weigh in on that. Yeah, yeah, that's um, and that's a, a good video. Once again, um,
2: if if you say, oh, well, you know, it's a fake, and this guy is just looking for attention or whatever. He gave that video up for nothing, and then he said, "I don't know what it is. So I'm not saying it's champ," and he still got ridiculed. So I yeah, don't know I, how. I call called him or straight. You comply it. You give up your video. You say, eh, "Here it is. I don't. You know, you tell me what it is." And I called you know, him when
1: I was in Burlington about three years ago, and he said, "I've said all I wanted to say about it. No offense, but I'm." I just got nothing else to say about it. Right, Fair enough. right He yeah. wasn't nasty. He just said yeah, you know, No, no. It's just like, you know, here's the video. You guys do with it yeah, what you want. Yep. Which was real. Which was
2: great of him because he could have kept that video. And yeah. every time Discovery Channel wanted to play it, you know, what do they pay you? $5,000 a pop or something? Yep. For you? Uh, yeah. So well, uh, why uh, wouldn't you just, you know, so it just proves to him that money was not important to him being uh, notoriety no was not important to him so if you think that you know like I've read you know from the, the skeptics you know that he that he built a mechanical device and uh, oh and yeah the of video you know where the, 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 you know, the
1: dog gets a swimming in dog and this and that yeah the so diver it, with a model like an, uh, an inflatable line right, right. I mean, a elaborate, elaborate, oh, oh, weird
2: shit. yeah elaborate hoax is considering nobody ever comes forward and takes credit for it, and nobody makes any money. Yeah. And that's the thing with the Baudette is that, you know, it's been, how many years has it been? Eight years? since. Uh, uh, the Baudette was, was
1: 2005, so it's been... Oh, 2005, uh, yeah, so, yeah, what am I talking about? it since. so, in all that time... No, and the thing is, is that when I, when I talk
2: to Pete about it, I said, well, you know, you, you get this thing out there, and get it to, uh, the Discovery Channel and, and Nat Geo, and he, he yeah. was against the idea. He said, No, I don't want to do that. He says, I don't want this to be shown on quote unquote a stupid Bigfoot show. So mm. he said, he, And he goes, Well, you know, someday the right scientists will come along and know what it is, and, you know, that'll be that. But nobody well. has had the opportunity. And now when you call. And ask, you know, to okay, I have somebody who's I know I mentioned you many times to the, uh, to, the to the representative, and uh, he, he's not really accommodating people
0: mm.
1: anymore to come see the video. Well, that's so a shame. A video, that's if insane. I had the money, if I had the money to go spend a weekend and fly out to New Jersey, I'd go look at it myself. Unfortunately, you know,
2: if he would let you, he's not taking calls now though. Well, that's a shame.
1: So Will it's got like, the before he passed away, so you know it
2: makes no sense at all. And when and when I offered to buy it from him, his answer to me was, uh, you know, when he was talking about what he thought the video was worth, his quote to me was, "Discovery Channel spends a hundred thousand dollars to put Liz on a boat for a day." Meaning, yeah. Liz on movie Baller with the with 2003 documentary.
1: Yeah. Right. So mm-hmm.
2: he's. So he, he implied to me that he thinks the video is worth $100,000, but yet in the meantime he could be showing little clips like the, the, the kids do with the Nash uh, videos. Um, yep. the, kid, you know, the, the, the son released a little bit and then later released a little bit more and then a little bit more. And so sure he's going to payday every time he does that.
1: Yeah, um, well, one thing that's confusing that a lot of people don't understand about the Nash videos is that the incident was filmed with two different video cameras.
2: Right, right. And
1: one, one of the videos is apparently missing or lost. Right. And John Kirk. Billy Nash out. himself died. Right. And his kids can't find the other video, which is surprising. Right, right. John Kirk video. reports seeing something that nobody has seen. He said he saw the head come out of the water. Well, apparently that's on the other video, the one that's lost. Right. Yeah. Um, and, um, and, 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 well, and there's a weird bit to that story, too. Um,
2: if you look on one of my blogs, um, um, a, a, a Caddy Nash blog, um, I have footage from the other Nash um, showing, and nobody else saw it. It was on at 2 o'clock in the morning. I just happened to have the TV on and, and, and at uh, NBC, and they said, uh, oh, we got some uh, uh, footage of the Cadillus source coming up. And so I started to record it, and uh, at 2 o'clock in the morning, a news uh, uh, piece comes on, and it's about the Cadillus source and it has new video footage that nobody has seen. So uh, I recorded the thing, and I, I, you know I took some stills off of there. Nobody else saw that program, um, and they never showed it again.
1: So it was like yeah, so you have like, a copy of the full video, right?
2: I, I, well, I have
1: uh, the full video
2: on a um, a, uh, a DVR, a, um, an old direct uh, TV um, hard drive and I have yeah. it. It needs to be somebody with the conversion needs to convert that you know, into a, a watchable video but I did take still pictures off of it uh,
1: Now, before, did you, what did um, you do? You just took pictures with a camera of the TV yeah, screen? Right, the camera right up to the TV yeah, and, uh, yeah. all right. the MSNBC logo
2: and all this and that and yeah. like you say, it looks like it was taken on a different camera uh, the quality of the film is different um, it's got kind of a bluish tint to it where the other one was kind of black and white. So yeah. that's confusing, too. I mean, it, you know, I, I don't know. If, you know, like you said, two different cameras. Um, but uh, but that, the, those stills from that are on one of my blogs. And uh, that's the only time I've ever seen that footage anywhere. And I, I don't know. I, I don't think that was a big deal because the first batch that the, the cat and, uh, the uh, the Nash Kids um, release was, um, you know, it's pretty famous. Everybody, you know, sees that triangle head come up, and, uh, yeah. and it looks like it's blowing air as it goes under and stuff. So um, that's pretty famous, and this other one is absolutely obscured. And uh, MSNBC showed it once and then put it in their archives, and so that was the end of that. So I don't know, I, you know, I've seen that a couple times, you know, since... Uh, Involved, that, that things get glommed up and then they disappear. Um, you know, they well, get now, glommed up by when, the TV shows.
1: One caddy uh, sighting that is very turtleish is Gary Limata's film from yes. 1969. You want to talk about that, some?
2: Well, what I know about it is that he was he was on the back of the boat with a with a camera where he was just like enjoying the enjoying the moon as the moon was out and. You know how that you can see things when you got like almost a full moon, and um, he was able to uh, photograph what looks like a big turtle head pops yep. up behind the boat, and uh, just kind of comes right up. It's got a long neck, looks around a little bit. He gets um, you can see it, you know it's it's nighttime, but you can see the shape of this object. You see the size of it. And the thing kinda of looks around and then it does uh, it does a classic uh, a turtle submerge which is uh just sinks right where it, it's, it sits. It's like somebody pulled the uh the plug on on a ballast and it just goes
1: down. And yeah.
2: um you know, Well I always likened it to either
1: either a giant turtle or a pliosaur. Right, right. my impression of it. Which right. would be pretty pretty close to being the same thing, you know that the play yeah, I mean, would
2: have the seas. It's nothing that you can explain with anything that's, you know, a common animal.
1: Yeah. And, uh, yeah, that's a cool-looking video about a Well, it was video, shot, it? shot with 8-millimeter movie film, but it's oh, been yeah. transferred to video. Yeah.
2: So, yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's a long yeah, time yeah, ago. You
1: were saying it was back in the
2: 69.
1: Yeah. away about, I don't know, three or four years ago, something like that. Right, right. Very impressive uh, film. And he also made a sketch. That's very eyewitness sketch. It's very turtlish looking. And, uh, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I mean. recently, Max Hawthorne took one of the video stills and messed around with the uh, what do you call the contrast and was able to get more features out of it and made a tracing over the head and you see what looks like a turtleish looking beak and he made a oh, model. Yeah, that. that's, that's we enough. we put it in the slideshow here of the program. Oh, okay, and, cool. And um, your your images from the Vodette video are also in the slideshow too. Oh,
0: mm-hmm. I did, yeah. Impressions,
1: so, yeah. Maybe some somebody will see. Um, you know, if you step back from some of those
2: pictures, you can you might be able. I I did a cartoon of the uh, the turtle in the same position that I think that he's in in the in the picture, so that you can kind of. Yeah. Between the two of them and say, Oh yeah, there's the head and you can actually see the um the uh, like a claw arm that's right in front of the camera. You can see the fingers. Uh, and it's like a webbing, it's you know, combination arm thin.
1: Very unusual. So it's kinda like kinda like the um uh, foot of a softshell turtle.
2: Yeah, yeah. Claw like, yeah. Very clever but
1: webbed uh We're webbed and like, yeah. Yeah. So, it,
2: so yeah, it's just you know, and I was shocked at when I saw this that that you know, holy cow, that there's something like this, you know, swimming around. And um, and one thing I, I thought I saw was that there were small, like babies, taking a ride on this thing's back. And I know that that that's might not a behavior. Right?
1: What's that?
2: Wow, which multiple might explain hump, sure. the
1: mul- multiple humps. Right, right. That could be what's making the multiple humps and the, the multiple humps yeah. that
2: that change. You know, was had a hump and now the hump is gone. Well, if those were babies taking a ride and one jumped off. Then you yeah, have you know you have the ever-changing humps that are you know so famous, especially over on Loch Ness. You know,
1: yeah, uh, Burton and all them.
2: You uh, the drawings of it. Well,
1: that's um, that's one of the. That's one of the uh, problems with the turtle idea, is the fact that the turtle has no spinal flexibility. Right. And you see, people people have seen the monster's back changing shape. Plesiosaur didn't have much spinal flexibility, but it had more than a turtle does. Right. Yeah. So, so yeah, having, you know babies
2: clinging to your back would explain why, you know, all of a sudden, you know, it would be a a humpy turtle, you know? Yeah. you know, any animal that that would have
1: something on its back,
2: you know, which would... See, the
1: the thing people don't understand about turtle anatomy, they look at a shell and they think, well, where did this structure come from? Right. What happened was, in the course of turtle evolution, their ribs expanded, and... The limb girdles, the shoulder girdles, and the pelvis all went inside the rib cage. Right. And then those ribs expanded to where they touched each other, and that made the carapace. It's amazing.
2: So when you look right. at and the and girdle how far shell, back you're looking you at the rib go. cage that's mutated. Right. right. And, and, and their lineage goes back, you know, a quarter of a billion years, 250 million years
1: ago. There yeah. were, you know, rudimentary turtles and the, yep. the placodots. Well, placodots you know, so were not turtles, but they were convergent with turtles. They were closer right, right. to the Yeah. So
2: that's how far back in time you have to go to find a, an animal that's, you know, turtle-ish, that isn't a turtle. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. Because anything that looks like
2: a turtle is a turtle. There's really nothing, you know, that we have that looks like a turtle that isn't a turtle.
1: Yeah. And, and then on top of that... Like, on top of that, you have things like the soft shell turtle and the leatherback that have lost the hard shell. They still got the frame of it. Yep. But the hard parts have been replaced by leathery skin. Right. Which is even weirder. It's amazingly weird and,
2: and amazingly diverse. I mean, the, uh, mm. you know, the turtles are so diverse that, you know, they can be, you know, a full grown. T- Species can be two ounces, or another species can be 2,000 pounds. They can yeah. have a soft shell, they can have a leathery shell, they can have a hard shell. They can have a short neck, they can have a long neck,
0: which yeah. is a lot of
2: the Champlain sightings were, you know, oh, it's a
1: short neck and it's a long neck. Well, there's only one animal yeah. that can well, do that, a turtle. A turtle or a seal would be able to do that. Apparently, plesiosaurs were not able to do that because of the... Neural processes on their vertebrae, their, their right. neck wouldn't have been flexible enough to do that. But uh, right. these uh, Cryptodera hidden neck turtles can do that. They can draw their neck up inside the shell and change the length of their neck to whatever they want to, as far as it yep.
2: goes now, out. I mean,
1: uh, have all kinds of,
2: of pluses. Um, like, for I mean, I've heard experts, um, you know, cryptozoologists say, well, you know, a reptile couldn't live in Lake Champlain because it's too cold. Well, it's already five reptiles that live year-round. Uh, five species of turtles, fully aquatic, yep. in Lake Sheppard. Yep. They're there all the time. Yep. And when winter comes, Survive they come the to ice. Trail. They hibernate, or they, they hibernate for sometimes the up to five, six months. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just amazing, and uh, yep. you know, holding your breath. And uh, Steve Perron, who was the is the uh, softshell turtle restoration. Uh, had um, he's told me as a kid, uh, he would go ice skating
1: on Champlain, and they would look through the ice and see a big snapping turtle you know, yeah, well, moving turtles, under the ice. That yeah, they don't they don't go to sleep; they just go into a torpor and just kind yeah, of wander right. around. Snapping. The whole thing
2: that you can have a reptile under a sheet of ice and it would be yeah. you know alive and moving. Turtles yep. can do it. Amazing. Um, so you know, and you got so the blood breathing thing too. Right, yeah, so um um they have you can have that supplemental uh uh like a scuba scuba breathing apparatus. The um uh, Steve Irwin and his dad um uh caught a, the Fitzroy River uh, yep. turtle in um the one Australia. I'm
1: talking
2: about Yep. And he about. yeah, know, they nicknamed it the, the bum breather. Yeah. It's got a gill system and its cloaca yep. the butt, <laughs> and it sit down there and take the oxygen right out of the water using mm, like this like
1: a fish gill. Yep, like a fish gill. It's but a it's, sack lined with blood vessels, right. And they draw the water into their cloaca, or their butt, and absorb. The oxygen out of the water into those blood vessels And then that carries it up to the lungs and the internal organs and all that
0: Right,
2: and,
1: and I'm just reading the other day about the musk turtle Which is a, a turtle, a small turtle on Champlain
2: that can make a real stink um, it, it puts out a no uh, a defense mechanism uh, It can breathe through its tongue as well So the they term. can breathe yeah. in the air three different ways um, so when uh, once again so when experts say, well, you know, if there was something here on Champlain, we'd see it all the time. Its head would come up out of the water.
1: Not, not necessarily was
2: not necessarily if it was a turtle. I and mean, here's yeah. another thing about the, the turtles, is that when they take air in, they don't like gulp air like like a regular like a regular animal because they've got that rigid um diaphragm they don't have a diaphragm and they, they had the rigid shell, and so you could have a, a turtle to stick the, tippy, the, the tip of his nose out of the water, you know, an inch or whatever, and it mm. could take in the air, but it wouldn't make a breathing sound. So you yeah. could be a fisherman sitting there and the thing would you know, stick its nose up and re- reload for air, and you would never hear it. You'd never see it because it's a yeah. fully aquatic animal. Uh, the males never come out of the water if, on some of these aquatic, like the snake net turtles.
1: Yeah. Turtles only come out to lay eggs. And then there's well, some see other that, things that... That's the other, that's the other kicker against the turtle theory is the fact right. that
2: turtles right. never right.
1: evolved to give live birth. They're obligate egg layers that have to come in short-lay eggs. All, all but one. All but two. The Matamata yeah. turtle and the Fitzroy, or
2: the... Um, Fly river turtle, uh, both have eggs that are water activated, so mm-hmm. their eggs hatch
1: when the water hits them. Well, so that's probably that's probably uh, tied in with that cloacal respiration. And, and what no I is, it gives you know when somebody says, well, oh, you know, how do you explain them come, if, if they're going to come up and lay eggs, they might not have to." Well, now crocodiles. Some crocodiles build dens and lay their eggs underground in these dens. So that's another possibility too. Right, right. Or you yeah. know,
2: um, even even the um, um, uh, Mrs. He- uh, Hebert there. She saw a tap yep. uh, in her backyard. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, what was it doing well, in right her backyard? Right there on the boat boat dock. Yeah. But there, yeah, yeah. there. So you know, what was it doing back there?
0: Uh, it might have been laying eggs, in fact,
2: laying eggs on the, you know, above the water. So, um, you know, there's, it's, it's, with, with turtles,
1: there's really no reason that they can't be
2: these lake monsters.
1: No, I mean, there's even been speculation, too, in some of the literature that Plesiosaurus may have been able to do this cloacal respiration thing, too. Why not? You know, you showed me how closely related they all are. Well, you can you can look, yeah, you can look at the way a turtle's built, especially a sea turtle and look at the way a plesiosaur is built body-wise. Yep. and it's very similar body plan, so Yep. You know? and, and, and there's a lot of misconceptions about about
2: turtles. One is that they're they're slow and they're dopey. Um, the the, uh, the leatherback can swim as fast as the world's fastest Olympic sprinters, thirty-three miles an hour. I think that's oh, was even the faster than. That's amazing. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, so a turtle is faster than any human can run. Um, so they're not slow. Uh, the leatherbacks can dive down. I don't know. what is it three feet thousand feet or something?
1: Yeah, just ridiculous. It's,
2: it's ridiculous.
1: You know, yeah. Loch Ness is
2: 800 feet deep or whatever. I mean, that's, you know, several yeah. times deeper than Loch Ness.
0: Yeah, uh, absolutely.
2: It's, no, it's no problem for them. Um, and then they can do all kinds of stuff, like they can choose their offspring's sex um, mm-hmm. so that they can ensure the maximum future uh, reproduction, uh, the way that they hibernate. They wouldn't have to leave the lake. They would just, you know, hunker down for the winter.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um and then you know, five months later, they're they up and at them again.
1: Yeah. Um, That's crazy. And um, you know, so well, leatherback well, has an elevated metabolism. Yeah. Right.
2: Yeah. And um, and then the the, the, the one thing that was to, to me was the the most compelling was that when I started um uh, uh, reading about the snake neck turtles and and the things that they could do. Uh, and we all know about um, Liz uh, von Muggenthaler back, you know, uh, you know, more than 10 years ago. She had, was on TV all the time with a yep. uh, with her um, us, our, our acoustic uh, recordings.
1: Well, of, I, um, I did some work with her on that.
2: Right. So you know, and so people are saying, well, this sounds like beluga whales, you know, and 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 you hear it, and you say, wow, that's that's some kind of complex language. Uh, and so I mean, you actually had some some uh, lake monster enthusiasts that, was, that were convinced that it must be a beluga whale. Well, around um, the same time that Liz was doing that, a woman in Australia, um, uh, Dr. J- Jacqueline Giles, uh, she's mm. a, I guess she's a herpetologist, and she was uh, studying the, um, the snake-neck turtle of Australia, and it's, uh, and it's in the wetlands there and she was, for a solid year she recorded um, uh, all of the, uh, the racket that they made and, and came up with um, it was later analyzed by the American Acoustic uh, Society which is, uh, you know, science scientists yeah. and they said well th- these turtles have a complex language and some of the recordings that she made, they went Real high pitched, like a whale, uh, but mm-hmm. the rest of them were very complicated and complex, uh, to the point where some of the scientists say, "Well, this is this actually approaches um, whales in, in complexity," and
1: nobody like would... echolocation. Yeah, I saw that in the paper.
2: Right, well, yeah, and at, was at the first paper. they thought that it could be just echolocation. Like but then later, when they when they analyzed it, they 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 said, "Well, no, it's got there's other things going on here too." In fact, that they they analyzed it to the point where they said that it indicates the language that there's social order in the turtle um, hierarchy. <laughs> you know, so uh-huh. we would have thought that you know that uh, turtles okay. communicated to each other in such a a complicated a complex way. And so when uh, when I saw this paper, it, to me it's like, well, you know, wow, that must be, you know, because I think it's a turtle to begin with. I think it's a snake-neck giant snake-neck turtle. Well, here's a paper that says that giant that small snake-neck turtles have this super complex language that was, you know, totally unexpected, and um, and uh, you know, a, a real breakthrough. It was kind of unheralded in in the world of uh, of, uh, of, of acoustics or animals or whatever, but uh, you know the indications to me are that this could be it. This could be what's,
1: what what Are you are you familiar with my champ sighting? Yes. What I saw was very much like a giant turtle. Yeah, yeah, you didn't. Have I to think the, the head and the neck, neck was under the water, but right, what I saw, saw, big, saw
0: big, yep, you saw yeah. a big body like right a and he yep. saw
1: a. a it looked well, like a flipper to me. Could have been a flipper, um, or could have been yeah. a, you know, a, a turtle head. Possibly, awesome, um, yeah. But I likened it to a giant leatherback. It was the same color, it was a greenish black garbage bag color. And I estimated it was about 15 feet long. So that sounds about right. What I saw looked very similar to, to the Olsen video.
2: Right.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it could
2: be. Um, and the, um, uh, one of uh, a whale expert um, uh, named Dr. Lance uh, Barrett Leonard. Uh, he's a, a research scientist in the uh, uh, Vancouver um, Marine Science Center. So he's he's out with beluga whales all the time. They, uh, I guess, it was Nat Geo played for him and, and had the, the the charts of um, Liz's. Um, uh, acoustic contacts, and he um,
0: mm-hmm. analyzed
2: them, and uh, he says, well, you know, I don't think that this is echolocation, um, because echolocation, you know, is is done in a certain way, uh, and the results come back to the animal. Uh, he says there's other things going on here. He says, I don't think that these are of whales at all. Um, so that's all he would say on it was, you know, and he, he listens to whale chatter all the time. Yeah. Um, So he he, he just said, you know, I don't know what it is, but it's not a whale. He says, I don't even think it's a mammal. It just gets
1: while we're still out there looking, you know. Back in 2017, me and Will got some more clicks that sound like Liz's sounds. And that's part of the the, uh,
2: repertoire of sounds that um, the scientist uh, uh, Giles uh, cataloged. It clicks. Whistles, cackles, drum rolls, hoots, uh, high-frequency chatter, low rumbling stuff. It was, you know, just a a cornucopia of sound effects that,
1: you know, nobody... Do you have copies? Do you have audio files of these sounds? I mean, I've got her papers, but I I haven't been able to find any actual uh, audio recordings uh, uh, of her sounds. No, other than it was on
2: there. her um website and uh she has not updated that in a long time. Ah, well I um a shame. and she she said uh, well one of these things she has two hundred recordings of <coughs> And she's said, uh, and she's an expert at, at analyzing this stuff. I mean she's done papers on the uh so uh job and writing.
1: Yourself. Yep. Right, right. So I mean she that's oh, what cool. she does, Thanks. you
2: know. Yeah. And uh and um, yeah, that I was gonna say about that, but uh it, she um, oh so she has two hundred of these um contacts and she was able to analyze the tonalities to the point that she said, Yeah, there's two hundred of fifteen different animals. So each animal had its own signature that she was able to um detect and say, Oh yeah, this is the same one again.
1: Identified different individuals by the uh, sound. Identify- yeah, right. And so Yeah.
2: And so she's sitting on all of this incredible data, and nobody cares. There's no scientists, you know, who well, oh, want to hear that. There's we no care. There's no nobody. We
1: care. Well, we care. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: you know, the closest that I have been able to find to Liz's sounds are these weird sounds made by humpback whales. They call them magap clicks. They don't think they're echolocation because the humpback whale doesn't have a sonar melon. They just, but some of the sounds sound exactly or pretty close to what Liz recorded. Right. Wow. Right. We know that's a humpback, the humpback whale that, 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 that it Ken was Lake rail, Champlain, you know? Yeah. I'm just saying that these sounds similar. That doesn't necessarily yep. mean it's the same animal, but yep. it's interesting. And, and, and that's and when you watch a special.
2: Uh, and, and one of the scientists comes on and said, the only animal that makes these sounds in the water is a whale. That's not true anymore. No. With, huh. with this paper that this woman uh, got, this, uh, Jacqueline Giles, it, it's, um, it proves that there's
1: another animal that, it, that does that stuff. and that well, is the You don't hear about it much. You don't hear about it much. But no, there is one paper about the possibility of penguins echolocating.
0: And the important
1: thing there is penguins are not mammals.
0: They're descended
1: from reptiles. They're non mammalian So if penguins can do it, then that says, well, it's entirely possible a reptile could do this.
2: Sure, why not? Yeah. So, Um, yeah, so to me it was very interesting in that it was, you know, it was, you've got an animal that, you know, in its small form, looks more like a plesiosaur than any other animal in the world. And the only thing that makes it uh, not a, a good candidate for being a lake monster is that it doesn't get big enough. But what if there was, what if there is a species of snake egg turtle uh, with flippers, and there's no reason that, it, because every tur- there's 300 species of turtles, and they're all so different. Some have fins and never come out of the water. Some have legs and never go in the water. Some are omnivorous, can eat vegetables and meat. Some, you know, uh, just the diversity is is amazing.
1: Well, you uh, saw a whole series of giant Nessie Lake Monster sized turtles in the fossil record. Right. Right, Right. and. um, And Marculon, You've got uh, protostega. You've got after the yep. dinosaurs, you have Carbonemus, Puentemus, stupendemys. Right. You have got all these giant turtles from the fossil record. That's right. And, and, and you've got you got freshwater turtles the size of sea turtles. Yep. In these Asian and African um, salt shell turtles. In South America too. Yep. Yep. Okay. Uh-huh. Down at Ar- Urumaco, where they found the
2: stupendemus. I mean, I think that's mm-hmm. it's got a shell the size of a minivan. It's yeah. huge. And yeah. uh, only one shell was ever found. They never found, you know, it's not like they find them all over the place. One shell and the humorous bone. Uh, there's a huge humorous bone. And they found the shell upside down. And um, they maybe found fragments of a second uh, related species, but that's it.
1: Well, so, yeah, so, the two that have been found that were contemporaries of Titanoboa in Colombia are Carbonemis and Puentemis are the okay, two. Okay, yep. Yeah. Yeah, and,
2: and, and, and the one, carbonemus was uh, just discovered a few years ago. You yeah. Know, so they're starting to, uh, you know, dig up more giant turtles, um, you know, from... Uh, the time that the uh, the Harvard team, you know, discovered this um, well, uh, stepponomous. Yeah, uh, so one, the thing one interesting not-
1: thing, too, is that back in February of last year, they found a dead leatherback in a lake, a brackish water lake in Nova Scotia. Wow. yeah. So, that tells you right there that it's possible that occasionally the leatherback comes into brackish water, maybe even just Freshwater, occasionally, we just don't. Yeah, that's about that And that's the biggest sea turtle we know of. That's right. These things get 10 feet long. I mean, they're huge. Yeah, they are. Yep. A lot of people call them the last living dinosaur, the Carl Safina book. Pretty yeah. close. That's the closest living thing that, that has been confirmed yet yep. that we know to a plesiosaur. That's the best model we have.
2: And they have the. The thing about them is that they have a big front flippers, you know, big, massive, a lot of surface area. Yeah. And those turtles have a range. They go up to the uh, sub-Arctic. They go down to the yep. sub ar- They swim yep. in freezing water. They have yep. a wider range of any animal except for a couple of whales. And they're reptiles. Mm-hmm.
1: Yep. So who would and they have that? a low I mean, metabolism, to too. They don't have a mammalian metabolism. They don't eat a lot of food like a mammal would.
0: Yeah, yeah, and that's another
1: thing. You know, people that say, scientists that say, oh, Lake Champlain doesn't have enough
2: fish to sustain a population. Well, once again, turtles don't need a ton of food. They're not, you know, running around, you know, uh, burning calories. And um, they could, you know, they could very easily live. uh, I mean, if you've been fishing at Champlain, I mean, I've talked to people that caught 100
1: bass in one day. So mm-hmm. it's very easy to catch a lot of fish there. There are a lot of well, fish yeah. there. Lake Champlain has mm-hmm. much more biodiversity than Loch Ness. It's, oh, it's, it's yeah, there's no, enough it's food like, in Lake Champlain for for a small colony of large animals to subsist right. on. Yeah, they used to commercially fish out of that lake. I mean, there were so many fish yeah. in it surgeon fishery, oh. and there was eel fishery, and all sorts of stuff.
2: Right. So, I mean, you're talking yeah. about like an inland ocean, practically, with this thing. You know, it's one of the Great yeah. Lakes now. They, they uh, declared mm-hmm. it one of the Great Lakes. Um, yeah, it's so. next to
1: the Great Lakes. It's the largest lake in the continental United States after the Great Lakes. Wow. Yeah. You know, so, so we got about you got you know, a lake that's got 440
2: square miles. As opposed to Loch wow. Ness, which has about 25 square miles. Yeah. Boy, that shows got... how much bigger
1: Champlain is. We got about 10 right. minutes. Yeah. Any last thing you want to get in? Uh, no. Uh, thanks for having me on. and was uh, yeah. my
0: Interesting. Huh.
1: Yeah. Well, just, um, just I gotta... think we covered a lot of ground. Yeah. Yeah. They just said, got to get you, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I just wanted uh, to be all a contender. Right. <laughs> One thing I did want to mention, that during the course of trying to prepare for this, I blundered up on something that I had completely forgotten about. It's an old newspaper or magazine account from 1817 of a group of scientists talking about seeing a sea turtle in Lake Michigan. Nice
0: okay.
1: here. Yep. maybe that's one of your turtles. I don't know could be could be <laughs> yeah, you know they only have if they if, if they're not in there to begin with, when they're
2: babies, they're only a couple inches long, so I mean they could you know they could get washed down into any lake or you know yeah, uh well, you know, and it's, it's so it's
1: not like a size limitation, and, you know uh, you know most of the old champ sightings, the early ones seem to be describing. Something along the lines of a snake, right? Yeah, yeah, you got a lot of those. Hey, okay, listen to this. This is from Robert Bartholomew's Champ book from 1873. It says, as news of the Leeds incident spread, other residents came forth with their own encounters. Two weeks before the railroad crew sighting, a fishing party from Whitehall said they were at Lindley Marsh in Dresden when there was a commotion in the water. The startled men said a creature arose about four feet from the water's surface. Which they initially thought to have been an enormous turtle. Wow! Now, what do you think of that? From 1870. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, wow. ask anybody, ask their grandfather, uh,
2: and he'll tell you uh, about a giant turtle story that he's got. You know, that whole generation. Uh, yeah. Any Grandfather, or great uncle, uh, that, that uh, fishes. They've
1: all, you know, they all have a giant uh, turtle story to tell you. So. Well, the Indians um, had giant turtle stories too—the Senecas,
0: mm-hmm. the Urons
1: and the Dots, So there you go. Yep. So yep. It, it can happen, I think. Yeah. Well, well, thank I guess you we for joining us. Yep.
0: Yeah, and I'm yeah, getting ready to get to Thanks, Roy. Yeah.
1: Thanks, Scott. <laughs> Yeah, man, we'll do it again sometime. And the next yeah, time we do it, we'll do you. two hours and really get into
2: it. <laughs> okay. Yeah, <laughs> so I actually have some, a couple of sightings here that we didn't even talk about. So, yeah, that's great.
0: Yeah, you
2: got a great, great right. show going. I've heard them; they're great. Well, well thank you. Do a great job. Well, thank you. Great. It's been thank a great you good show. Thanks for coming yeah. on. Yeah. yeah,
1: thank you guys. All right. We'll talk All to you nice. later. Yeah, we'll see. Yep. Yeah, bye. bye. And. Scott,
2: this is a great show, and we'll do it again. Yep. All right. Well, thanks for joining us for another episode of The Haunted Sea with Scott Martis, and we will talk to you again soon. <laughs>
1: Radio brings you The Haunted Sea with host Scott Martin.